The Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Krabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Nelsuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Afrique. Amen. So today, we shall continue the series on trusting God. We are looking at the topic, Trust God. Chapter 2, Trust God, Part 2. In our year of increase, 2022, I'd like to remind you, increase is a function of growth. Amen. But we must also understand that there can be growth without increase. It's a year of increase. An increase is an aspect of growing growth. However, we must know that one can be growing without an increase. I thought you should know. One can have years without progress. That's what I'm talking about. Increase has to do with progress. And one can be amassing years or age without a corresponding of growth or increase. So we have what is called stagnation or stunted growth. Amen. Another word for increase, or, uh, you know, let me give you some synonyms of increase. Number one, abundance. So this year, expect abundance. Secondly, multiplication. This year, you must expect multiplication. Another is expansion. You will not remain the same positively in the name of Jesus. You shall grow, you shall increase. You shall multiply and there shall be expansion positively in your life in the name of Jesus. Finally, I need to remind you that when we say increase, God is expecting that you shall be rising. I said you shall be rising. Amen. You will begin at the top. In the name of Jesus. Trust God. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 10. Proverbs chapter 3, from verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. If you are trusting God, then in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Don't trick God. Don't be smarter than God. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Somebody say a big amen. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And it shall be health to your body 
and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor the Lord with your substance. And with all the first fruit of your increase. You will have possessions. You will have substance. Not only that, you will continue to increase in possessions. And he said, be careful to honor God with your first fruits. So that your barns be filled with plenty. And your storehouses shall burst with new wine and with overflow. Amen. Please look up. This is the anchor scripture for the topic, trust God. Like I said, trust God is simply urging you and calling upon you to have a firm, unshakable faith in your God. At the end of this series, my job would have been done if somebody can trust God absolutely. We started last week and you had a few new things from me. Things we have taken for granted. We believe that once we believe God and we love God, then we trust him. I started questioning those notions. So we have come back today to, to, to proceed further. Amen. What is the meaning of trust? The general dictionary definition of trust is that trust is a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, or ability of someone or something to deliver on their promises. Trust is the faith, the belief in someone, in something that they will be able to deliver on their promises because they are reliable, they have the ability, and they will be true to their promise. Clearly, we see the character of trust. We see some features, characteristics of trust. Number one, reliability. Don't forget this. Reliability. Is it reliable? Is that reliable? Number two, truth. 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 Being true to one's Promise. And number three, ability. Ability to deliver. One must not only be reliable, but must have the ability to deliver. It is the delivery that betrays your reliability. And then of course, trust is built on a promise. Am I teaching? Trust is built on a promise. Trust is built on a promise. A person's ability to deliver his or her promises 
Because he or she is reliable and truthful. What we are saying is that if you are able to deliver on your promises, you are seen as reliable. You are seen as truthful. You are seen as dependable. How many of us would not want to have someone or something we can trust? Having all these qualities. And let me ask, how many human beings possess all these qualities? Reliability. They speak the truth. They have the ability to deliver on their promises. How many people? Numbers 23, 19, almost. He's saying that as far as human beings are concerned, monitor them. In God we trust. Some people say, in God we trust, all men we monitor. Hey, is it that bad about humans? Uh, please, I'm speaking to us. Uh, are we angels? We are humans. Can we relate? Can we have these qualities in an ordinary human being where he promises, she promises, and you trust the promise, she delivers. Therefore, that person is truthful and reliable. Don't we have many people like that? We do. But you see, humans are humans. You may have the best of intentions. You may have the willingness to help somebody. But the power, the power, the ability to deliver those promises per time may not always be there. True or false? May not always be there. It's not a guarantee that they will deliver on that promise. Psalm 20 verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and others in horses. But we shall remember to trust in the name of the Lord. God, our God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said it and would he not do it? Has he spoken and would he not execute his intentions? God is faithful. God is reliable. And God cannot fail. There is no track of his failings. Never. And he will, be, he will not begin to fail in a year of increase. In the name of Jesus. Trust God. I like to bring to your attention that trust is a relational word. Trust is a relational word. It's a two-way relational word. Trust is not in a vacuum. If it is based on a promise, then somebody must be at the receiving end. Whereas, Psalm 1 is at the giving end. Amen. And in this preaching, we are looking at the trustworthiness of God in relation to us. So the question you are asking is, can God be trusted? 
Do you trust him at all? Can you trust God? These are assumptions. We assume. We trust him. We assume we can trust him. Is God reliable in relation to you? Is God reliable? If trust is a relational thing, then the next question is, can God also trust you? Amen. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. Whilst you trust in God, one-sided. Can he also trust you? It's a two-way thing. Or it's all about God. I must say that in the Bible, at least there are, there are two persons that God testify about as being trustworthy human beings like you and I. The first was Father Abraham and the other is his cousin, Mr. Job. These two persons were contemporaries. Amen. God testified about these two persons that he could trust them. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 17, in chapter 18 of Genesis, God had come to town by Angels, he was going to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy those cities. But then Abraham met these angels. He treated them well. And then they were about to go. He had a secret. Trust and secret. Trust and secret. And I trust you with my secret. Can God trust you with the secret? The secret key to unlocking kingdom wealth. In verse 17 of Genesis 18, God says, how can I hide this thing? Hey, please let's talk. Almighty God. Hello. Almighty God had come to town and was going to do some havoc somewhere. Abraham had a relative in that city. And God was reasoning. Shall I tell Abraham or not tell him? <laughs> Eventually, he told Abraham. Genesis 18, 17. He said, how can I hide? How can I hide from Abraham that thing which I'm about to do? This is God telling himself about a human being that how can I hide this thing that I'm about to do 
from Abraham. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know, God is speaking about Abraham. For I know that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice. Wow. May God testify about us. You are not sure to say amen or not. I said may God testify about us. Amen. Come on possibility. May God testify about you. Amen. Trust God. It's not all about God. It's a relational thing. Here we see a human being that God is saying I can trust this man. I can trust this woman. I can trust Abraham. What did Abraham do? To merit this testimony. Amen. Also we see in Job. 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 God can trust some people. Not all men and women. And whatever those people did. To become trustworthy. As far as God is concerned. May we have the grace. To also follow that path. Because I'll be telling you, once God trusts you, he can entrust everything. And that's what God is looking for. In the study, I realized why many genuine, sincere, I hope sincere, genuine, willing, loving, tongue talkers are not rich. Are not rich. In these studies, I'll tell you, let me say it now. I don't know where the Holy Ghost will lead me. And I may not say it, but let me say it now. In these studies, I realize that your wealth is your wealth. Trust is everything. I cannot overstress it. So that as we trust God, there must be a correspondence of trust that God has for us. Already, I'm beginning to realize that you cannot claim you fully trust God when God cannot trust you. With my study so far, I can conclude, and let me say it now, boldly, I dare say, you cannot say, I trust God. And God doesn't trust you. It doesn't work that way. It's an imbalance. Amen. Amen. Therefore, trust as far as God is concerned. If you claim you trust him, then he must also trust you equally. And that is where the golden pot is delivered. We are getting there. So, concerning Job, this is God's testimony about him. Job chapter 1 and chapter 2. So in Job chapter 1, let's look at God's testimony. From verse 6, now there was one day that the angels of God came to present themselves before the Lord God Almighty and Satan also appeared there. What? Satan 
doesn't fear the presence of God. He also came. Of course, he appeared before Almighty God. And the Lord God said unto Satan, Where are you coming from? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro, busy body. Going to and fro the earth and from walking up and down. Is that in your Bible? <laughs> you see, Peter says, Your adversary, the devil, walketh to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. So that is his, he's a busybody. Then the Lord said, verse 8, the Lord said unto Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God and runs away from evil. Say amen. What a humbling testimony about a human being. Then Satan answered God, Does Job fear you for nothing? Does Job fear you or serve you for nothing? Is it not because you have made a wall of fire around him, about his house, and about all that he has on every side? What a testimony. Even from Satan, seeing the protection, the preservation, God has given to an ordinary person. Have you not blessed the work of his hands? And his substance is increased in the land? Have you not increased him abundantly in every area of life? Put forth your hand now and touch all that he has and he will curse you to the face. Satan is telling God that Job is serving you because of the abundance of things you have given him. Take all the things he has. Render him naked. Let's see whether he will still trust in you. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your, in your hand, your power. Only his life you shall not take. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and executed his agenda. Look up. This is God boasting about somebody, the reliability, the dependability of a human being. Later when um, Satan struck him in chapter 2, he took everything Job had, rendered Job with nothing, with no possession. That was not enough. He came back to God in chapter 2. He said, I want his flesh. I won't kill him, but let me put sickness on his body. Let's see. In all of that, we saw the testimony of Job. He said that he will maintain his integrity. And all the days of my life, I will wait. My integrity, my trust in God... I will not let go. It shows that God knows us indeed. Hello. So don't just say, God can trust me. He knows you. He knows you. That's why he boasted 
about Job to Satan. And indeed, Job never failed the test. Hallelujah. Now, you have been charged to go and discharge. For counseling, fellowship, or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call now on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipik Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill, your church in Dalsuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you.